Hello, everyone. Jane here from Your Way Weight Loss. Uh, hi, Leash. Oh, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so honestly, guys, we weren't sure what we were going to talk about. And then Alicia's like, I got this. So what are we going to talk about today, Leash? We are going to talk about carbohydrates. Da, 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 da. All right. <clears throat> where, where to even start? Well, obviously us doing this documentary has changed the way we're eating. And I think, well, I for sure am eating more carbohydrates than I normally do. I cannot, I cannot comment on that. I have no clue, actually. Like, I don't know. The one thing that I'm most shocked of is how I'm not more thirsty. I thought I've been more thirsty just because of the amount of like sodium that people, when we announced that we were doing this, it was the sodium that we were more not concerns, but we're like, holy shit, we're going to be consuming a lot of sodium. So I wonder how that's going to have an impact on our weight and uh, the fluctuations. And then we're like, it's going to be great conversations, you know? Uh, but it seems like on my end has not really changed my thirst level or my, my fluctuation in terms of sodium. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. Let's say, let's say I'm consuming more carbs on a Monday than I was on a Monday before, because if I average out all my carbs, a lot, a lot of carbs in my wine. Well, I mean, it's more just like alcohol, a lot of carbs and beer for sure. Okay. Well, let's talk about the fact that you weren't eating a lot of carbs and why, because people would have their own perception as to, oh, she wouldn't eat a lot of carbs on a Monday. That's a really great question. That's a, that's a really great opportunity observation observation as well like when you said it i'm like oh people are gonna be like oh on mondays you know <laughs> it's basically just like i just mean monday because how i eat during the week is different how i eat during uh, on the weekend right so on a monday let's say pre tim horton's documentary i would have a massive salad for my first meal of the day usually now my salad has carbs guys because there's carbs and vegetables Okay, that, that's important mm. to know. Not saying that's bad. I'm just saying there's actually a significant amount of carbs in fruits and veggies, especially fruit. Actually, fruit is especially fruit. Yeah, fruit is mostly carbohydrates. Um, there's not a lot of humans that know that, Alicia. Right. Like, I mean, that's all it is. Of, well, people carbs for people is pasta, bread, and potatoes. 100%. So basically, guys, your food is bro is broken into protein, carbs and fat. If you think about it, there's not a lot of protein in fruits and veggies. There's not a lot of fat. It's mostly carbohydrates. Now it's not very calorie dense, like you can have a lot, but it is mostly carbohydrates. Anyways, so I would have a big salad with some chocolate. Then I then then I usually have my most carb heavy meal, I would usually have like a big protein cookie that has like a lot of like oats in it or whatever, right? And then for supper, my way, which just, it's just the way it evolved, was to have the same meal as my family, but to not eat the carb that, that uh, most of the time, not eat the carb that goes with my family's meal, not because the carbs are bad, not because I'm avoiding them, because potatoes, rice, pasta just isn't as worth it to me. I'm also not as hungry during that time. I would rather have more protein, more veggies, and more chocolate. Very good explanation. Thank Calming you. everyone down. Calming everyone down. It's so, not because you're scared of carbs. It's not because carbs make would make you gain weight. It's not, it's just not part of your way in terms of what you like to consume in a like, day. Basically, what do you guys need in order to feel satisfied? I don't need the pasta. Like, and I don't even need the like alternative. Like, you know what I mean? Some people are like, oh, cauliflower rice, spaghetti squash. I'm like, meh. Like, I don't miss it. 
So it's an easy way to reduce calories. Let's be honest. Yeah. For me, I'm more uh, carb heavy than Alicia for sure. Cause I like start my day with toast and uh, you know, so definitely not afraid of bread over here. Um, I'm not a big pasta eater, not because I'm avoiding it just because it's not part of my way and I don't cook and I would have to boil That's water. It. So <laughs> it requires boiling. Oh wait, I wanted to say this. We have not used a fork this whole time. Oh, you and I. Yes. I thought you met your family. I was like, oh my God, no one in your family. No, 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 no. Tim Hortons. Well, do you know what? They actually asked me when I got my cinnamon bun. She was like, would you like cutlery? And I was like, nah. And then I was like, ooh, should I be eating this with a board? Absolutely not. Uh, I think she meant maybe just like to cut it in pieces. I don't know. Not because she would think you would need a... uh, um, So I'm just making sure that I still see you here. Paul is calling. Um, my camera is, uh, I'm just going to tell him that we're recording a podcast. Um, my camera is taking pictures and not videos. Ah, yeah. My GoPro. I'm like, Paul, I like arrive at Tim Hortons. I'm all proud. I t- put down my window to like take good footage of me driving in front. And it's just like, click, 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 click. And, uh, I'm like, what is happening? So I tried, I think I took 75 pictures cause I'm, I'm trying the same thing over and over thinking it's automatically going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So then I send him a message and I'm like, is that normal that it's taking pictures? I obviously pressed something. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to help you. I'll call you later. And I forgot to say we were doing a podcast. Anyways. Um, so what were we saying? Okay, no, we cutlery, just, cutlery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, we wanted to have a good conversation about carbs because that is for sure. I think maybe in the diet industry, I think it is the most feared macronutrient. And it's also very controversial. Is that the right word? Yeah. Dramatic. People are dramatic about carbs. Like if you say things like carbs aren't fattening, you will get attacked. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I think there's a lot of people in the like keto Atkins camp and they get like mad. If I love that you it. just called it a camp. Oh I mean, my God. It, it is. Um, our plant-based uh, doctor friend, he said he gets so attacked on uh, so, on social. He, he said it's the one thing that he gets attacked the most about when he says that he doesn't say keto is bad, but that it's not also not like magic and that there's definitely some health issues there when you're doing keto. And he's like, people don't like it. And I'm like, they do not want you to talk shit about keto. And why is that? Is this like, do we feel like keto is like the fad right now? Is that like the thing that's happening out there in the universe? It's like, I don't follow that. Is that like the most popular one right now? I don't know. I know how there was Atkins and then there was like, you know, there's been a few of them. So is this, is keto the 2022 one? I'm going to say no. I think more like it's for sure there. There's for sure people still in the camp. Um, I think it's more like paleo, whole 30, plant-based. I think it's like, ne- like I think that's more the trendy thing right now. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Um, okay. So, and speaking of Dr. Jules, I actually, when I was doing research for this podcast, was reading some of his blog. So I am going to send you the link so that when you put the show notes, we'll link his blog in the show notes because I like that. Yeah. His information is amazing. It's, I find it so clear, really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, And, um, our friend is very much not about his opinion, but it's all about science. It's even to the point where he like, 
keep saying uh the science shows like he says that have you noticed that when even when he talks to us like in a non-formal way we're just like having like a call with him or whatever just to talk about things and he's like so the science shows he's really about science and studying and he's like a, a real geek honestly about these things so he, he doesn't really let his opinion be the thing it's all about like science and experiments absolutely because you know what i mean he's he's very much plant-based and he can still have conversations that like don't align necessarily with plant-based but the science backs that up like so he's i, I love that i mean he's um, plant-based and he's talking to us about our documentary and he um supports our message in the end and knows what we're doing and he's so intrigued by our data and yeah. uh so yeah mm -hmm. okay so i wanted to take you down a, a um memory lane okay so what year basically people said why why do we why do we think carbs are so bad i asked people ask us anything about carbs why are carbs been demonized and i said well because the internet told you that but actually it was 1972 when dr atkins came out with his book wow 1972 so the internet was not happening then mm. so uh, there was a book that came out and basically okay. and then and then it kind of evolved to keto, which was night eight or 19. I need what? to check that one. Then keto. Okay. Okay. Do you know what the difference is between Atkins and keto? I feel like Atkins is like red meat. Am I way off? Do I even know what I'm saying? Um, so Atkins I never did Atkins. I like never, like I wasn't, I, maybe I'm too, I'm younger. Atkins was not a thing in my corner of the world. Okay, I did Atkins in university. Okay, so I, you know, when I started, it was like Weight Watchers and like, so Atkins and the beach, there was like one time there was like these, it's like I already knew that I didn't like these, these words. Yeah, the time. beach one, there was that beach. There's a beach one, huh? Oh, what was what it? What was it? it? I'm going to go It's right not be uh, South Beach Diet. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, that was one that I like knew at that time, but I, like I started dieting CTV or wanting to lose weight at a very young age. So, um... It's like I knew these things existed. Paleo, I've heard as well. I just like yeah. don't know what they are because I've never done them. So basically, Atkins and keto are both low carb, okay? But uh, Atkins gradually increases the amount of carbs, and keto is just you just stay low carb for the rest of your life. Okay, wow. So I really think the fear of carbs is stemming from these diets that were extremely popular. Um, most people know someone or watch their parents maybe be or or did it themselves. So it's very it's, generational. It's almost like like that's drama, guys. That's baggage from your diet days. If you are someone that's that fears carbs, that is leftover trauma baggage i like baggage as well yeah mm -hmm. baggage from your diet days um and so i think it's why do we think carbs are bad is number one because um of that number two carbs do make us retain water so for every carb that you consume you retain four grams of water so let's say you go out and you have a really high carb meal sodium high sodium as well at the same time like everything probably like high. Yeah. They, they go together probably yeah. high sodium the next day you could be up on the scale three four pounds right you did not gain three four pounds of weight of fat of fat you just are gained three four pounds of weight which is primarily primarily made up of water 
So that adds to the badness of carbs. Oh my gosh, I right. ate carbs and now I'm up on the scale immediately. Yeah. And that also adds to the keto um, Atkins appeal. If we if we started keto next week, you drop weight so quickly because you're losing water weight. Mm-hmm, because you're not consuming carbs, which ha- consume a lot of water. Exactly. Keeps you, retain your water. Yeah. Exactly. So, and they're also putting you in a calorie deficit while you're embarking on this. Uh, I mean, keto it, journey. It, probably. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it is po- It's for sure possible to be on keto and not be in a calorie deficit, though. Like, oh, they, absolutely. You know what I mean? But I'm guessing if you, if you're, I don't know. Okay, so let's say I want to start keto. Where do I go? Who do I call? <laughs> I don't know. Google it. Um, so you just Google it and you just do your own thing. Like, is that how it works? Is there like a keto program out there? I think that there's, yeah, for sure. I think that there is a, uh, there's definitely keto support groups. Okay. I think there's a list of foods that you can and cannot eat. I just want to say something before I forget. I feel like, um, people that are doing keto are being blinded by weight loss. Is that, would we, never painting everyone with the, the, but this is our podcast. We can say whatever we want. So I'm just saying it. I feel like. A lot of people that are in the keto camp are very much blinded by the results of it and the weight loss part of it as claiming it that it's a successful way to do it because they're seeing weight loss. And in my mind and with my experience and just the way I think, like you can lose all the weight. I won't see I won't see it as success until I see you being happy. And keeping that weight off and uh, knowing that you're not depriving yourself of your life. Like that for me is success. So that's why like anyone can post a picture and be like, I lost 50 pounds. Like for me, it's like, okay, yes, but do you feel happy? Do you feel energy? Do you feel like you're do- being yourself? Um, there's a do lot you, to it for me. Do you feel deprived and sad when you're yeah, exactly. eating yeah. pasta and drinking beer and eating yeah. cake? Do and you, that's what, yeah. Like, do and you feel like that food can be taken out of your life forever? And uh, I was looking at footage of um, that we took whatever that first day before we started leash on January 31st and we were preparing our last our last meal, our last lunch and we were talking and I was listening to our conversation and that's when I had the realization and I told you and you're like, oh my God, that's so true. I said, if we were embarking because people knew by then right on January 31st that we were doing this. And we have had had the moments on the internet of like, that's so he- unhealthy. You shouldn't be doing this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if we would have announced that we were embarking on this very restrictive, um, you know, what would be labeled as healthy journey, people would be like, oh, good for you. You're going to feel so good. You're going to be like, oh, we're embarking on, you know, rice and chicken and broccoli and, and we're going to, you know, embark on uh, intermittent fasting and like all these things that are like labeled as like, oh, you're, you're really taking care of your health. You know, no one freaking cares that we're going to be depressed and sad and missing our lives, but we're eating Tim Hortons and it's like this big drama because of the food labeling. If you didn't label fully, you could not care less about what we're eating for a month. And that's why like I I could watch someone whatever, eat whatever. And because I don't label food, I don't have drama around their choices. And I think people aren't noticing that if you're creating drama out of someone else's choices, there's definitely food labeling in your brain, whether you are convinced of it or not, it's happening. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, just carbs, like do carbs, let's say it out loud. Carbs do not make you fat. Amoji, can they handle it? Um, Carbs I mean, at the end, do not, do not make you fat, everyone. 
Like carbs do not make you gain fat. It is an energy balance, you guys. You deserve to know. You deserve to know. And that's why we're so like, we keep showing up. We keep saying the same thing. Because we're like, people deserve to know about this. Because people aren't realizing that their fears, their misperception, their beliefs are stopping them from the success they want. And it's not even the carbs. Like it's never been the carbs. If you are overweight and you're not finding your way to success, it is not because of carbs. It's not because of wine. It is not. It's because you have a system of beliefs that are stopping you from behaving in a way that allows you the success you need. So it's just important for us to put that out there because you deserve to know. You really deserve to know. Now, I need to do like a public service announcement. We are obviously not having a conversation right now about people that are diabetic. I know that keto has been shown to help improve people that have epilepsy to improve their seizures. If you have a specific medical condition mm. that requires you to eat in a specific way that we're not, we're, we're not, not talking that. to you. We're yeah. having a conversation with the general public. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about carbohydrates. And, um, you know, they're your main source of fuel. When your body is looking for energy, when your brain is looking to work, it's looking for carbohydrates. Yeah, it really is. There's a reason why marathon runners eat a bowl of pasta the day before their marathon. Yeah, no. And when you think about it, it's quite ironic how the general public still has that fear about carbs, yet... I don't know, but everywhere on my timeline and on my social media that I scroll, everyone's on a consensus that carbs aren't evil. Like everyone that's in the fitness industry or whatever, they're like, stop fearing carbs. Like everyone is like, oh my goodness, are we still talking about this? And, uh, you know, it's very interesting how we still have people that fear it, um, Maybe they're not um, spending time on social media and they're stuck into the Atkins book. They still have the book on their shelf. No? Um, but also it's like how I always say this, how is your system of beliefs allowing you to get the results you want? And if you see that your system of beliefs is not allowing you success, it's time to challenge how you think in order to get some different results here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, has, has fearing carbs actually helped you to do anything? When you think about it, has, you know, maybe people like, yes, when I don't eat carbs, I drop pounds. Cool. Remember how we talked about don't get blinded by weight loss. Because if you're back with all those pounds back on your body, it did not work. That was not the thought process that helped you get real success. And, and sometimes we're looking at other people in our lives and we're like, oh, they can just eat whatever they want. Look at them with their white bread sandwich and they don't gain weight. And we think that those people are magical, but they're not like those people. Guys, when Jose was 13 and someone told her she had to eat chili and couldn't eat a banana after three, she started to question those rules. Yeah. Question the rules, you guys. Look around. Is everyone that's sitting at a healthy weight not eating bread? Now, Vrema, you guys, you have to look around and be like, holy mac, I've been lied to. And that's exactly what I did from the get-go, hopping on a menu that just did not make sense with me when I was looking around. How is my best friend not overweight and eating every night? How is my husband eating every night a snack and not overweight? How How is my neighbor eating a banana at 3.05 and not overweight? Why are those rules for me 
as an overweight person, they've been putting us in this like pool. All overweight people come over here. This is how you should live your lives. Isn't that insane? It like is we're different. Like we're different humans. It's like the it Hunger is. Games. You know what I mean? Like, oh, overweight. You go over here. You can't eat a banana. You need to fear carbs. You need to blah, blah, blah. that. That just didn't make sense to me. And I honestly, at such a young age, was like, I'm not gonna be a victim of. How can I not change my outcome? Yes, I'm 13 and I weigh 220 pounds. What I'm doomed now for life? I'm 13. There must be a way for me to be healthy. There must be a way for me to lose this weight without like, like all my other friends that are not overweight and eating what they want. You know what I mean? And so I just like, was like, no, I'm not taking this. This is not, this does not make sense to me. I'm not going to. And, but they make you believe like you're special, like you're unique. Ah, well, those people that nope, do not take that. Do not agree with that. Do Guys, not say it, yes is, to that. it is not carbs that is making us gain weight. It is the excess. It is the amount, right? And carbs are very, in North America, carbs are very accessible, highly processed, highly refined, highly palatable. Carbohydrates are absolutely everywhere. It's harder to go to the convenience store and overconsume on protein and fat. Oh my goodness. Having said it's, that, it's everywhere. Y a des petits vachons. There's it's everywhere. Like you and and I just want to kind of put us uh, talk about a little segment there where people said to us, "Oh my god, you're going to feel like shit eating Tim Hortons." You know how many people said that to us? We have not felt like shit though. Like, you know what I mean? Like we haven't like, I felt like shit more on a Saturday night after consuming a really nice meal at a restaurant that I overate. And I was like, not having sex tonight, Jeff, where I'm going to be spending the night at the, on the toilet here because I clearly overate. You know what I mean? We're not overeating of Tim Hortons. And there's a big piece. There's a conversation there of, yes, of course, the type of food you consume can make you feel like shit. I understand. But we're also making choices. That I'm not eating a farmer's wrap every day with a hash brown and a sausage and all these. That's fat. That's fatty. You know, I'm not eating that. And it's 700 calories. You know, that would probably make me not feel good if I ate that. Um, so I'm not choosing those things on the menu every day. I might eat one before it's done, you guys. Um, but I know I'm going to not feel good, you know. And so I think that conversation is not on the table enough of when we overeat, we often feel like shit. And when and we let's eat like, more past fullness. Let's, let's define overeat because I think that means different to most people. But to me, past fullness, eating way past full is overeating to me. Yes, it's not an amount of calories. It's not a look. It's not a type of food. It's a feeling. And you're really like, wow, I overate. You want to unbutton your pants. You can't breathe. The, the thought of eating anything else is just like, I could not fit anymore. How many times do we go out or we, and you're like, oh, if I just can't fit anymore, that's eating past hunger. Your body did not need all that food and your body is not burning all that food either. And, um, your energy is, you know, so it's really interesting to me how people were so worried of how we were going to feel. And someone even said like, Oh my God, I went to Tim's the other day and ate uh, a wrap and a soup and then an apple fritter. And I felt like crap. Well, yes, you just consumed over a thousand calories and maybe the soup doesn't do like my broccoli soup would be considered healthy because it's broccoli creamy soup. And I almost shit my pants, you guys, like my belly did not like that soup, you know? So it really is everyone's so different. And I think that if I were to eat a wrap and a soup and an apple fritter, I would definitely not feel good. 
Um, I mean, I have, I feel like the best fuel for my walks right now is the cinnamon bun. Not going to lie to you. Really? The I best mean, fuel for my spin is a belt. Like it's just, I have so much energy. It keeps me full. I, I feel like I'm good for the whole hour of whatever. Like it's good. And obviously guys, there's, there's carbs that I'm not going to say better or healthier, but that have more fiber in it. And fiber helps us to stay full. It helps our bowel movements. So there are Car all carbs are not created equal. Some are more nutrient dense than others. Mm. That that is, I hope that is obvious to most people. I really still firmly feel like carbohydrates do not need to be feared when it comes to weight gain. No, and weight loss. And weight loss. Like yeah. we we can consume carbohydrates and still maintain a healthy weight. We can consume carbohydrates and yeah. still lose weight. Um, I, we need to erase that noise, take, open your suitcase. Like we said, you all come to the calorie deficit party with a different baggage. Some of your baggage is like who you are, your gender, your genetics, all that stuff. That's one side of the suitcase. And the other side of the suitcase is all the baggage that you're bringing with you. That's in your brain. And it's, it's your beliefs from the, from the diet industry. Yeah. And we really need to unpack that side and really learn about what is in our food and then make choices that isn't the lowest calorie, the, the most nutrient dense all the time. What do I want? Oh my goodness. What? Like guys, educate yourself about what's in the food that you're consuming and then look at that food and say, what do I want? I know. And I don't know why that has never been like, it's like, we're, we're almost the only ones out there trying to help people lose weight and asking them, what do you want? How do you want to go about this calorie deficit without judgment, without shoulds, without, oh, well, that's more whatever. At the end of the day, you like, you're, we're all freaking adults. I don't want to choose how you're going to live your life. I don't want to choose what you're going to have for breakfast. I don't want to tell you what the better option is. What does that even mean? So that's just my opinion of what's better. You need to make your own darn opinion. You are an adult. You pay bills. You freaking raise children. You, you make decisions every day. I don't know why you think you can't make your own decisions when it comes to what you've put in your freaking body. You be the boss of that. Guys, what's best for you for breakfast is what's best for you. And it's not as simple as what is the most nutrient-dense, low-calorie food that you can put in your body. That is not what's best. It's what you enjoy. It's what aligns with your values. It's what fits in your environment and your life. It's what you want. I know. Oh my goodness. I think this was a great pep talk. I really enjoyed it. I'm, I feel like we're, I mean, at the end of the day, our job, our purpose is to say, you know what? You've tried to lose weight and, um, in a certain way where people told you, Hey, this is it. This is how you should lose weight. This is what it looks like. This is what you should do. Shouldn't do. And we're just on the, on the other side and we're like, Psst. You know what? You could actually, yeah, psst, come over here. <laughs> you, there's actually this other way as well. And once you start believing that that exists and you ex start experiencing it, we literally change people's lives. I truly believe that. We're like, you know what? You were just missing this type of, I guess, this type of, I could say program, but this type of way. And we've never been even, it's never even been mentioned before, you know? Um, and we noticed it when we started our TikTok account and now it's kind of like... Um, 
popular and big and people like know more about us. But like at first it was like this shock of like, what? I can lose weight and not feel deprived. What? I can lose weight and eat what I want. Um, what I can, but, and we're like, oh my goodness, there's a lot of people out there that don't know that this, this is also part of the choices that they could make, you know, because they only have access to the, here you go. This is how you lose weight. This is how it should go. And bonne chance, you know? Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. Okay, everyone. So if this resonates with you and you're like, man, these ladies, you guys know that like to join your weight loss for a month is $40. I mean, $40 um, is definitely worth that the investment of learning about what we do. Um, and that's for a whole month. And you could really take advantage of that and learn more. And so I, I really strongly encourage you and advise you that you deserve that. You deserve to know. Someone sent me a message like, you know what? I've been creeping you guys. I just want to join. If I do a month and I really like it, can I go to six months? Someone sent me that. And I was like, what a great way to just be like, you know what? This is me. I'm also that way. You know that about me, Leash. I like dip my toe. And then when I like something, sees, then I go for it, you know, but I'm not someone that just like jumps. I like to know what I'm investing in. So I understand. Um, but this is definitely, and I'm, and I feel like I can sympathize with people that are like, I'm not ready to do the whole six months. You know what I mean? So for me, if guys, if there's like an app that let's say like, will help us business wise, I'm like, it's five 99 a month. She's like, I'm like, we'll see. We'll see. So that's how I am. Right. Um, I just want you to know that at your weight loss, you have everything that you need for weight loss and maintaining it off um, for true success. Real change does take time. So if you're ready for that, you need to join us. Yourwayoursupport.com. Google us. We're right there. Uh, follow us everywhere. Thank you so much for listening. We absolutely love pod podcasting. Uh, it's our, one of our favorite ways to show up in the world. So keep listening. Tell your friends. And that's it. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, guys.